These two weeks to see the month of Ramadan. This is a dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa recited, Allahumma barikana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa balighna Ramadan. Allah bless us in the month of Rajab and Sha'ban and let us see the month of Ramadan. Make us reach the month of Ramadan. So a few weeks are left. We will be witnessing this beautiful Mubarak month full of the rahmat and the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So each person has to do some preparation for this month. Normally preparation for some event is something which is compulsory. If something big is coming up, people understand that they have to prepare. So the month of Ramadan, which is a blessed month, which is a month which showers down and rains down the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a person has to also prepare for that. And one is preparation as, as far as a person's food is concerned, that the people are doing all the time. But what is real preparation for the month of Ramadan is that a person has to connect himself with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look at how the Rasul of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam prepared for the month of Ramadan. The Rasul preparation started well before the month of Ramadan. From Rajab. He used to begin fasting. Shaban virtually the entire month Rasulullah spent in Roza. That is why Udazwaj Mutaharat in this month because they knew virtually the entire month Rasulullah used to fast. Just one or two days he left. One hadith also mentions that a person should fast in Shaban. But when it comes to the 15th of Shaban, after that he should relax and rest. The reason is it should not be that he is fasting throughout the month of Shaban. Now when he comes into the month of Ramadan, he is burnt out already. And this causes some deficiency in his fasting in the month of Ramadan. He's not able to fast properly. But those who have not began any preparation for the month of Ramadan, we can start preparing now also. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is merciful. A person who starts now, inshallah, he will benefit also. So what preparation can a person do? One is fasting. Try and keep one or two roza in preparation for the month of Ramadan. Mondays and Thursdays or sunnah of Rasulullah that he used to fast on Mondays and Thursdays. So if a person has strength, inshallah, and keep one or two nafil roza. And if a person has more strength than this, then every alternate day he can try and fast. Fast one day, skip one day, fast one day, skip one day. Nabi Salaam mentioned this was the psalm of Dawood the fasting of Dawood Difficult on the nafs, very hard for a person to do, but this is very beneficial for him also. So try in this way also, one or two fasts in preparation for the month of Ramadan. Ibn Rajab al-Hambali rahimahullah mentions that the most virtuous fast after Ramadan is the month of Kaaba. Like how the most virtuous Nafil Salah or Sunnah Salah is those Salahs which are linked to the Fard. Before and after the Fard, those Salahs have been most emphasized in the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Similarly, those fasts before the month and after the month of Ramadan, Ibn Rajab al-Hambali rahimahullah mentions, these are the most auspicious and best nafil fast that a person should keep. So like that Sha'ban, in the month of Sha'ban, try and inshallah keep one or two fasts in Rosa for preparation for the month of Ramadan. The other is a person should make tawbah and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. We all know our lives, how we have been leading our lives, how far we have gone away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shaitan has overtaken our minds and has put us into the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
So this is a perfect opportunity for a person to make sulah with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to reconcile with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to catch up. Torah is something which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. Nabi Sallallahu gives, gives a beautiful example of a person moving in the desert and he has his camel. And on that camel is his goods, water, and his provisions for survival. And he loses that camel. Now just imagine, all the means of his life on that camel, he loses that camel. He searches high and low for that camel. And he cannot find it. Eventually he comes to a certain tree or place, and he sits down, goes to sleep, in the thought that I'm going to leave this world, I'm going to die. And after some time, he wakes up, and he finds that camel next to him. What is the joy of that person? Rasulullah explained that in that state of ecstasy and joy, the person... He says, Oh Allah, you are my slave and I am your Rabb. He says, Oh Allah, you are my slave and I am your Rabb. Because of that ecstasy, because of that situation, he finds himself where he finds his camel with all the goods. He becomes so elated and happy that he cannot even think straight and talk straight. Nabi Salaam mentions, Allah is even more, more uh, happy. Allah becomes more happy and elated when a person makes, when a person makes Tawbah than the slave when he finds his camel. So Tawbah is something which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. And when a person makes Tawbah and he seeks forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Whatever sin he has committed, Allah forgives. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not even go back and mention or make any mention of that sin. When a person sins, a person should understand that there are many witnesses against him. A person does a sin, there are many witnesses against him. One is those malaika which are writing this, recording the deeds of a person. They will bear testimony against him on the day of Qiyamah. <laughs> These two angels which are noble, which are scribes, they have been appointed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to record each deed of the person. So when a person does a sin, it is recorded. So these angels, they are witnessing the sin. They will give testimony on the day of Qiyamah that a person has committed the sin. Together with that, they are writing down. So those books which they are writing in, those are also a testimony against the person. Then the piece of land that the person does the sin on, that is also testimony that will also bear witness against him on the day of Qiyamah that he has committed certain sins. And also the limbs of a person. On the day of Qiyamah, a person will come in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will question him. Maybe he will lie with his tongue, but then Allah will seal the lips. And then the limbs of the body will begin to speak against him that you have committed this, you have did this with me. So he will say to them, why are you speaking against me? So they will say, That Allah, the one who gives everything the ability to speak, Allah has given us the ability to speak. And now they will talk against Him. They will speak out against Him. So He will have no way to go. He will have nothing to say further. Because His own limbs are giving testimony against Him on the day of Qiyamah what He is doing. But when a person makes Tawbah, then all these things Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wipes them all out. The angels Allah will make them forget. The book of deeds, the sins Allah will wipe them out. The piece of land, Allah will make it forget also. And the limbs also will forget. That is why also Allah mentioned that when a person does a sin in a certain area, then he must do a good also in that certain area. So in case he doesn't make Tawbah, then that piece of land will also testify to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that person gives a certain good on you. So there will be many witnesses against a person. But when a person makes Tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes all of these things forget. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't even bring that topic up again. Nabi Salaam mentions that Allah says in a hadith, Qudsi, law balagat dhunubuka anana sama, thumma staghfartani ghafartu laka wal-ibadu. If your sins have to reach the clouds of the sky, who has the ability to do so much misdeed that they gather and go right toward the sky. But if a person does sin to that extent, and his sins reach the skies, the clouds of the sky, and then Allah says, thumma staghfartani, that oh slave of mine, you ask me for forgiveness. I will forgive you and I will not be concerned thereafter. It does not concern me that you did so many sins, what great sins you did. 
all forgiven from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Tawbah is something which will bring great barakah in a person's life. Nabi sallallahu has mentioned, مَنْ لَزِمَ الْإِسْتِغْفَارِ جَعَلَ اللَّهُ لَهُ مِنْ كُلِّ ضِيْفٍ مَخْرَجًا وَمِنْ كُلِّ هَمٍ فَرَجًا وَرَزَقَهُ اللَّهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِدُ That a person who holds fast unto istighfar, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make a way out from every tight situation that he is in. وَمِنْ كُلِّ هَمٍ فَرَجًا Every grief that a person is, every depression, Allah will remove him from that depression. Allah will take it away. And over and above that, Allah will give him rosy, will give him sustenance from means that he never thought possible. A person comes to Hassan Basri in his majlis and someone says that there is drought, we don't have rain, what can we do? So he tells that person, make istighfar, ask Allah to forgive. Another person comes, he says, I don't have any children, what can I do? So Hassan Basri says, make istighfar, ask Allah to forgive you. Another person comes and says that there's no crops, we are facing difficulty, no wealth. So he says, make istighfar, ask Allah for tawbah. So these three people came with three different problems, and he's giving them the same prescription, make istighfar, ask Allah to forgive you. So the attendants or the other, those around him, they said, Hazrat, you said, Three people came with three different problems and gave the same prescription. Why? So he says, this is not my prescription, this is the prescription of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah mentions in the Quran, in Surah Nuh, Istaghfiru Rabbakum. Nuh is telling his people, seek forgiveness from your Rabb. Thumma tubu ilayh. And turn towards him in repentance. Yursil sama alaykum midrara. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send down the rains for you. Allah will send abundant rain for you. Wayumdidkum bi amwali wa baneen. And Allah will assist you with wealth. person has financial problem, Allah will assist you with wealth. وبنين أن الله will give you children ويمدلكم بأموال وبنين ويجعل لكم جنات ويجعل لكم أنهار الله will make gardens for you and rivers flow so istighfar is very very powerful person should always try times morning hundred times evening in fact Rasulullah sallallahu mentions إن وإني لا استغفر الله في اليوم مئة مرة روايات of Muslim Sharif that Nabi sallallahu alaihi says myself I make istighfar one hundred times in fact Sahaba radiallahu anhu said Say regarding Rasulullah, in one majlis we should count, you should make istighfar 70 times. One majlis, one gathering, 70 times asking Allah for forgiveness. So one thing we can prepare ourselves for, before the month of Ramadan dawns, is clean our slate. Make it clean between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ask Allah to forgive us. There is one incident regarding Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahimahullah, which was one of the great four imams of fiqh. He says, I went to a certain area and out of my town. And I reached there very late. So I thought to myself, I don't have any accommodation, so I'll go to the masjid and sleep in the masjid. And I came into the masjid after Isha Salah, I remained in the masjid. But the caretaker of the masjid said, you have to come out. And he took me out, dragging me out of the masjid. He never allowed me to stay in the masjid. Someone passes by. And he sees him in that condition. He says, where are you from? Foreigner, not from this place. Come home. I will host you. So he goes to the home of that person. And he says, he says, I say something very strange in that man. All the time his lips are moving. All the time his lips are moving. Always making istighfar, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, all the time. So after some time, whether it was that day or the next, he asked this man, that I see you always making istighfar. You always, you always asking Allah to forgive you. What was the benefit of this? You always making istighfar. Always asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive you. Tell me what is the benefit? What benefit did you see in your life? Regarding this amal of yours. So he says, I've seen great benefits. Is whatever dua I make, it is always accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So anything I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah gives it to you. But there is only one dua that is remains. Is that, I heard there is a great imam, imam by the name of Ahmad bin Hanbal. I wish to see him. And I always make this dua that, Ya Allah, let me not pass away before I see this imam. So imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahimahullah says, Allah has accepted this dua of yours also. And Allah has accepted it in a very strange way. Allah has dragged me out from the masjid. I am imam, I am Ahmad bin Hanbal. I, Allah has dragged me out of the masjid. 
And because of your dua, Allah has put me into your service. So this is the benefit of istighfar. A person who asks Allah for forgiveness, makes true and sincere tawbah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it the means of all his duas being accepted also. So this way we can prepare for the month of Ramadan. Is that catch up our relationship between Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know we have committed many sins. We know we have shirked in our responsibility to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So ask Allah for forgiveness. Then we will see the month of Ramadan dawns and comes. As soon as it comes, inshallah, we will benefit. The other thing is the recitation of Qur'an. Ramadan is a month of Qur'an, we all know. It is a month in which Qur'an was revealed. So in this month, a person's ta'alluq should be with Qur'an. One of the main a'mal you should be involved in is the recitation of Qur'an. We had some pious elders of ours. When the month of Ramadan came, they stopped most of their, all, all of the other azkar and all the other wazayif, and they concentrated on Qur'an, recitation of Qur'an, after Fajr Qur'an, after Zohar, after Asr, after every Salah. During the night Qur'an, Taraweeh Qur'an, so the month was spent in Qur'an, and it is the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu also to increase tilawah of Qur'an in the month of Ramadan. Nabi he used to make the door of the entire Qur'an in the month of Ramadan, reciting to Jibreel, sometimes Jibreel reciting to him. So from now, inshallah, make an intention that when the month of Ramadan comes, we will try and at least complete one full khatam of the Qur'an. One full khatam of the Qur'an, each one of us should try and complete. And very simple, if we are working also, then after Fajr, inshallah, make some time. Then after Zohar, we have to read Zohar Salah. After Zohar Salah, inshallah, make some time. To read at least one quarter or a few pages of the Qur'an, inshallah. If we do this, you will find that very easily we will complete the whole juz during the day. And after Tarawih Salah, after Maghrib Salah, there is much time. Instead of wasting that time, whiling it away, spending in recitation of Quran, we will benefit greatly. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the topic of making amal wa akhul da'ma. Allah akbar, Allah akbar, Allah akbar, Allah akbar. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. Ashhadu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah. Ashhadu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah. Ayyala fadha. الحمد لله علي ذات عظيم الصفات السميع سمات كبير الشان جليل القدر رفيع الذكر مطاع الأمر جليل البرهان فقيم الاسم غزير العلم وسير الحلم كثير الغفران جميل الثناء جزيل العطاء مجيب الدعاء عميم الإحسان سريع الحساب شديد العقاب أليم العذاب عزيز السلطان ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له في الخلق والأمر ونشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبده ورسوله المبعوث إلى الأسود والأحمر المنوط بشرق الصدر ورصدك وصلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه الذين هم خلاصة العرب العرباء وخير الخلائق بعد الأنبياء أما بعد فيا أيها الناس وحدوا الله فإن توحيد رأس الطاعات واتقوا الله فإن التقوى ملاك الحسنات وعليكم بالسنة فإن السنة تهدي للإطاعة ومن أطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى 
وإياكم البدعة فإن البدعة تهدي للمعصية ومن يعصي الله ورسوله فقد ضل وغوى وعليكم بالصدق فإن الصدق ينجي والكذب يهلك وعليكم بالإحسان فإن الله يحب المحتنين ولا تقنطوا من رحمة الله فإنه أرحم الراحمين ولا تحب الدنيا فتكون من الخاسرين ألا وإن نفسا لن تموت حتى تستكمل رزقها فاتقوا الله وأجملوا في الطلب وتوكلوا عليه فإن الله يحب المتوكلين ودعوه فإن ربكم يجيب الداعين واستغفروه يمددكم بأموال وبنين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وقال ربكم ادعوني أستجب لكم إن الذين يستكبرون عن عبادتي سيدخلون جهنم داخلين أرك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بالآيات والذكر الحكيم أستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سجدنا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصيما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأصدقهم حيا عثمان وأقضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة والحسن والحسين سيدة شباب أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رضي الله تعالى عنهم وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتقذوهم غرضا من بعدي ومن أحبهم فبحب أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغض أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين لونهم ثم الذين لونهم اللهم ربنا أتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر المستضعفين في كل مكان يا رب العالمين عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون وقال تعالى فاذكروني اذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون. شكرا للروس نشهد لا منتظر عنكم صلينا وندقى. الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى 
سيذكر يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أصلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن في الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين هل أتاك حديث الغاشية وجوه يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلى نارا حامية تسقى من عين آنية ليس لهم طعام إلا من ضريع لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة لسعيها راضية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية فيها سرر مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق مصفوفة وزرابي مبثوثة أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبل كيف خلقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم بمسيطر إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا حسابهم الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله
الحمد لله رب العالمين والعقيم والتقيم والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم أنت السلام وأنت السلام تبارك وأنت الجلال والإكرام اللهم أعين على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم لا مانع لما أعطيت ولا مؤثر لما منعت ولا ينفعك الجد منك الجد اللهم أنا نسألك الهدى والتقوى والعفاف والغنى اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان ومسنا على الإيمان وحسنا يوم القيامة مع اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وذكها أنت خير وذكها أنت وليها ومولاها ربنا لا تعاقبنا إن نسينا وأخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا الإسلام كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما قتلنا به وأصبحنا أغفر لنا وأغفر لنا أنت مولانا وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين برحمتك يا رب